Tampa Bay's Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. The federal government swears you're doing business in here. I'm not, not here or anywhere else, and you couldn't catch me if I was trying to say that. What do you think? What do you think's going on here? Well, maybe there's something you don't want me to know about. How are we treating you this evening, Mr. McCusey? What is it, Nick? You need some chapstick or something? Because your lips keep getting stuck on your teeth. Or is that your idea of a smile? Let's not discuss my business or his business or your business, okay? But that leaves us with nothing to talk about. Well, your friend's not going to get away with what he's gotten away with for 15 years. My phones have funny little noises on them. You're setting me up, Nick. So if I asked you out, maybe you'd accept. Dating is not a criminal activity, Mr. McCusick. I think your profession has clouded your judgment here. I probably have to bust my friend if I'm going to do my job. And I hate that. You're a bad boy, Nick. You're a very bad boy. Just looking at you hurts more. You are in the wrong place at the wrong time! You lied to me. You wouldn't shoot me over money. Oh, that's a lot of money. What's it gonna be, Nick? Mel Gibson, Michelle Pfeiffer, Kurt Russell, Tequila Sunrise, Raul Julia. Written and directed by Robert Town. This is Bill Warner of the Amelia Island Concord Delegates, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Welcome, you're tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers at Google, Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us, see me live in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And if you've missed any of our past shows, don't forget, and feel free to check out NostalgicRadioAndCars.com. On that note, good evening, Bobby. How are you? I'm doing well here on this uh, last last day of February. We got cheated out of three days. Yeah, I we know. We got cheated I mean, out of three days. Uh, but anyway, need our money back. Yeah, I want my money back. I want my money back. <laughs> okay, well, I'll talk to Mother Nature about that. See if we get a refund. But anyway, hey, we got a great show for you to lined up. we got two guests coming on. Of course, this weekend is... Let me give you a rundown. A little rundown. Besides, you don't always have to go to FloridaCarshows.com to find out what's going on. You just have to tune into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And we will let you know what's really cool and where to go. Well, more ways than one. Anyway, um, so this weekend is the Amelia Island car week okay so there's a lot of fun stuff going on there there and uh importantly is going to be the porsche porsche works reunion and yours truly will be there working with our good friends from fast lane travel so if you want to go travel in the fast lane hey i like that travel in the fast lane in europe or here in the united states we got some great driving tours and check out the website, FastLaneTravel.com. Right? I, hope you, I hope you, ra- you uh, ran that through the marketing department first. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're looking at the marketing department. That's oh, my gosh. Anyway, and, uh, you know, there's a couple of really cool auctions. One in particular is RM. That's one of my favorites. they got some of the best cars. They'll be there. At, uh, and then, of course, in a couple of weeks, they got a really spectacular. Now, 12-hour race Sebring is coming up, but also it's a really busy, busy weekends because we got the NMRA this weekend. We've got... Uh, uh, what else is this weekend? There's a little uh, hangar party, some place over in Clearwater. We're trying to find out a little bit more details on that. Then uh, you've got the NNMRA this weekend. You've got uh, our friend Vic's doing the uh, 
a little gathering with the Flathead guys over there. They got a little um, thing going on. I think the Drifters Car Club's involved in that. That's going on. And then in a couple weeks, one event that I've never been to, and I want to find out more about it. We have a gentleman coming on talking with us here a little bit later, and that is the Palm event, which takes place at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, if you tune in to Bill, uh, Bill Only in America, that's yep. the show, right? Yep, yep. He's just before us, and of course, well, Bill and my, I, myself. MyPillow.com, my promo code Bill. Yeah, that's it, that's <laughs> it. You know, we're all big Trump fans, and I've been to Mar-a-Lago a couple times uh, for a number of events over the years, and uh, spectacular. So this is going to be exciting. It's kind of an exclusive thing, and it's kind of an invite-only thing, So, but that's cool. That's these, It's these, one of these boutique-type uh, gatherings, kind of like the Arizona concourses. You know, it's you know limited to you know, a few thousand people and 67, 80 cars, and that's kind of neat, you know, because when you get to these big, big, big events, a lot of times it's just it's overwhelming it really is so these smaller events are really a lot of fun anyway and then uh let's see we got strawberry festival coming up right we do as and we heard got on so, the tan talk network i heard tommy james and the shondells is going to be there yeah. i heard that uh willie nelson is going to be there yeah leonard skinner isley brothers isley uh, brothers wow it's uh um bill haley on the comments um that is Sawyer Brown, that, Aaron Chippen. That is a an amazing lineup. So you guys got to go to that. Okay. Also, the Renaissance Festival is going on. So we've got a lot of cool stuff going on. And of course, Trace Atkins is going to be at the St. Pete Grand Prix, and I'll be at the St. Pete Grand Prix this weekend as well. I haven't oh, been yeah, there. Oh yeah, you got to mention that. Yeah, Saint Pete Grand Prix, Grand Prix, the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. GPSaintPete.com. Yes. Yeah, I actually said it right, didn't I? I didn't. I didn't yeah, you did. Do the, yes, you did that, and and the website last week too. Yeah, and, and then I goofed up too. So I did a little of both. I have to stay on track, you know. I have to do it right, do it wrong, and do it, do it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get you we're gonna get you a NASCAR vest with all your little, and then you can just look at yourself with all the patches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that'll be your radio host. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be walking. It'll be nostalgic radio cars with a bunch of patches, and then you have to switch your caps. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's how you do it. Is you'll have each cap say the name. And the website, then put it on, and then keep. take a picture, yeah. and then take the next one. On. Yeah, that's we actually saw them do that. That was interesting how they did that. You know, they're all lined up, the whole team by the car, and for every sponsor, they took a picture, put a hat on, switched shirts, then they did the next one, and this did went on for like about seven or eight times for depending on how many sponsors. Okay, so then I can be a walking billboard, so that works. Yes. Anyway, um, what else is going on? Oh well, all right. So let me um, tell you what I did this past. What did I do this past weekend? Uh, where did I go? Oh, I went to Sebring to the uh, speed tour. I had a spectacular time. I actually, for the first time, got to talk to the king. But we're not talking Elvis. We're talking Richard Petty. And I got to tell you, I mean, there's a few guys out there that I know that have attained major celebrity ta- status. Jay Leno being one of them, who's on our show quite frequently. Stacy David, who's, you know, everybody knows him. He's on TV with Gears TV. And Richard Petty. And the, you know, Richard sat there on and off, took his little breaks, but sat there all afternoon signing autographs, taking pictures with people. That that was just really, really, really cool. In the evening, they had a little banquet and he was at the bank, and I had a chance to talk to him. Ah, yes, I did. I invited him to come on the radio show, so we'll see how this works out. We're looking forward to it. We're hoping. We're counting our fingers, crossing our fingers, right? And uh, so that would be cool. Uh, Borsed was there. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's a Trans Am racer. He's, the first time I met him was at the St. Pete Grand Prix back in the uh, in the, uh, the, 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 the 80s when he was racing a Trans Am Mustang, and he was competing against Ron Fellows, who was driving a Chevrolet. Ron's a super guy. He's up there in Canada. He may be here. He's a big time racer, but you know I'm a Ford guy, so uh, Boris was there. And let's see. And then I met this other guy. It was real interesting. And uh, I met him out in Scottsdale many, many years ago. He had a Shelby race car. I didn't even really put the two together, but I said it was a '67 race car. As it turned out, this car had raced since the late '60s. It was a converted car, '60, a real big block Shelby. Um, and but it had raced in '71 and '72 at Sebring, and it was actually homologated to race FIA, which is so the car could race overseas in Europe at Spa or Le Mans or someplace like that. So the car had very, very unique history. Real, real, very, very interesting car. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm time to introduce our first guest, um, also a Shelby guy, I might add. I'm delighted to welcome back uh, to uh, Nostalgic Radio Cars, one of the uh, very important key uh, I'll just say players with uh, RM Auctions, Gord Duff. Gord, how you doing, buddy? Good. 
Well, I, w- I had to kind of segue into this, and it just kind of worked out. But I know you're kind of into Shelby's and stuff yourself. And uh, I was just talking a little bit about being at Sebring this past weekend and running into a couple of guys down there. One guy in particular had a, uh, uh, an FIA, homologated, real live, uh, SVRA um, correct, 67 Shelby race car. I thought it was kind of interesting. You don't see them very often. Right, right, right. No, for sure. I haven't had mine out in, you know, six or seven months, but uh, uh, looking forward to the spring back home. Yeah. All right, so we got a fun-filled, spectacular weekend coming up. Emilia Collector Car Week, and you guys are back, players on the on the island, as as usual. So give us a rundown of some of the really spectacular cars you got for us. You got some pretty interesting pieces coming up. We got a lot of interesting stuff from... A 64 Shelby 289 Cobra, numbers matching, you know, restored by a very prominent Cobra guy. Uh, Roush redid the motor in it, so that's kind of one of the cars we have. But great stuff from pre-war American classics to, you know, post-war European sports cars from, you know, the covered headlight long wheelbase Cal Spider to the pre-war American uh, Duesenberg Murphy Roadster. You know, they only built about 25 of them, so this is one of the great examples they don't come up very often um you know and a little bit of everything else well now you've got um uh i i don't quite understand the farewell party thing at amelia is it something you want to share with us a little bit is it location change what exactly is going on there a little bit and uh because we can talk a little bit about that there's also the brunch on on saturday um which is kind of kind of be kind of interesting but there's and then also obviously some amazing cars that you have there too some of the other stuff some of the ferraris and and the vintage car stuff so give us a little uh update on what on on where um rm's going you know with regards to amelia if you can if you can um, this is our last sale we're going to do at amelia island we were the founding and original auction house when bill warner started the amelia island concord and I believe he started in 1996. We did our first sale in 1999. Um, and obviously Bill sold uh, the Concorde to Haggerty and, you know, some different things have transacted that kind of pushed us out of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. We're down the street uh, for this year, but we're kind of doing a last hurrah of having a fantastic auction with great cars. And, you know, we're going to kind of move on and, and uh, reinvent ourselves for next year. Super, super, super. Okay, well, and as, so is there any, like, commemorative celebration or anything like that that's going to take place besides the brunch thing that you're doing on Saturday morning? Yeah, we're going to have a, you know, celebration for Bill and, and Jane, and we're going to sell a few items for charity for Spina Bifida before we have our auction on, on uh, Saturday morning and just kind of you know, celebrate the last 23, four years that, you know, they were, um, you know, founded this auction and, and or sorry, founded this show and, and built it up into what it is today. Okay. Um, there's a couple of cars that I want to uh, have, if you want to highlight, you got a 53 Maserati, which uh, Spider, which is actually kind of a rare car. Isn't it kind of, doesn't it have race history? It's the uh, A6 that's going through. Yeah, we have an A6 uh GCS, that's a Fantuzzi-bodied car that has phenomenal race history. Um, I don't think it's been to public auction in, you know, numerous years, but it's, it's you know, one of our key highlights, as well as the, you know, long wheelbase covered headlight California Spider that's kind of one of our star cars this year. Okay. And then a car you don't see very often in auction, um, hardly, you got an 85 Ferrari 280 GTO, you got that going through? Yeah, we have a, a great 288 GTO. It was in 30 plus or minus long-term ownership. Um, it's only got 7,900 miles on it. And accompanying that, we have a, you know, 1,400-kilometer F50. We have a, you know, great driver quality F40 and, you know, a number of other supercars, you know, from a, a Zonda R to a XJR15 Jaguar that we're, you know, selling this weekend. Interesting. And, a, and, a, and a, an original 68 206. You don't see those very often either. It was one of our early feature cars. It's been restored in fantastic color combination. It has a, you know, rare cloth 
insert seat interior in the car. But, you know, again, another like Ferrari classic certified rear color combination type car. So we expect that to do very well also. Gord, where do you see the market going here forward? What's your what's your thoughts on it? You know, we've this year has been exceptional. Twenty twenty two was amazing for our company, and we you know capped it off last December with the sale in Miami that we sold. You know, mainly young timers, supercars, um, but did phenomenally well. And, and that market's definitely taken off in the last eighteen to twenty four months. Everything from the two eighty eight to the F40s to the, you know, AMG Mercedes, things like that. So, um, you know, it, it still appears very strong for people wanting to buy, you know, the best of the best in whatever category it is, whether it's a 930 Turbo or a 288 GTO or a great, you know, Duesenberg. Okay. Um, let's just talk about the um, some of the other events that you have so one in particular is is the one that's in Italy is the uh, and I guess it's Villa Urba is that what it is is that during the Villa Esta yep. uh, concourse over there on was it Switzerland or Lugano or someplace like that uh, 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 correct in in uh, Lake Como it's on Lake Como, Lake Como in, okay. in Villa d'Est Italy uh, we We've done an auction there since, I think, 2011. Uh, we do it every other year in conjunction with Concord, but, you know, it's it's been a great event for us over the last, you know, decade or so, and we're also doing a sale this June at the Le Mans uh, race celebrating their 100th anniversary. So we're putting together 24 cars in celebration of the 24-hour race at Le Mans. Now, those cars going to be cars that previously raced there at some point in time? Correct. Okay. All right. Um, you also do, do you still do the one in Monte Carlo? Uh, Monte Carlo's, honestly, uh, every other year from Villa Dest, So okay. we do Villa Dest, you know, on, on the odd years. And we were in Monaco last year. May uh, during the historic Grand Prix, so they do the historic Grand Prix every other year, and we coincide doing an auction alongside of that. Okay, and then what about in uh, where else in Europe? Do you do one in Paris as well? I believe we did one in Paris during the Retromobile uh, Car Week uh, back in February. We had our most successful sale we had ever done before, selling. I think north of 50 million euros worth of cars, so it was fantastic for us. But we've been doing that sale since, I believe, 2014. Um, and we do one in London, England in November, and, and we started a new one in Munich, Germany in uh, November. So we had our first sale there this past November that was, you know, super successful. Okay. Now, do you get to travel to all these places yourself? I mean, do you get to go with the group? I mean, is it you're part of the core the core group? So I understand that. So I, I would imagine you you travel to all these venues as well, right? Yeah, I, I go to all of them. Okay, that's good. Well, no, I, I mean, you know, I have to ask sometimes because I, you know, I'm not sure. But um, yeah. what about what about uh, did you do one in Dubai? Was there? Did I read that someplace? Um. Back in 2019, we did an auction in conjunction with Formula One that was uh, for the last race of the year in Abu Dhabi. Right. So we did a sale there of give or take 40 cars. It was super successful. We have um, specialists on site in the Middle East now, so that's like an active area that we're working on and we're you know consigning cars from people from the area and selling cars to people in the area, but that's definitely a, uh area of the market that we'll continue to do future auctions in. When you, um, you know, when you, when you contemplate auctions, um, always, usually they coincide with another event. So, so it would it be fair to say that if, if Arm's going to do an auction and you're, 
you're pretty much the industry leader. I mean, you've got the cars, okay, I will say. You know, just, you know, been having attended a number of the RM auctions, and, uh, you know, when I read up on you guys and stuff, and I get the emails all the time, I mean, it's pretty impressive, some of the cars that you guys get. But they're generally tied into to an event. So, for example, like you mentioned in Paris, so it's Retromobile, Dubai, tied in with the race, uh, Italy, tied in with uh, a concourse over there. Um, uh, England, is it connected with anything in England? Uh when we do our sale in London, it's connected to the London to Brighton race. That's oh. always the, I think, last week of October, first week of November. Um, we've been doing that. We have an office in London. We opened in 2007. Um, but not necessarily. We do a lot of one-off auctions. The sale we did in Miami back in December was, there was nothing else going on. We had a you know, great collection of cars that kind of started the consignments of what we built. But, you know, we did a $40 million auction in a parking garage in, you know, South Beach. And oh. it was a one-off. Nobody had ever done anything like that before. We did a lot of things out of the box, so to speak, as to trying different things that might, you know, develop into, you know, future auctions for us. But it was super successful we sold all but one car so that was something that wasn't tied to any kind of car show or events going on okay how about the one in munich in germany that sounds interesting uh we did our first sale we have a, a specialist that works for us in munich germany and he had an idea of doing a sale in a, a place called motor world which is a car storage facility uh, service facility for Bugatti and for McLaren and, you know, a, a bunch of the different manufacturers are in there, had a hotel, few restaurants, and we decided to host an auction within that facility that was an old, um, they used to work on uh, locomotives inside the building and then it, you know, got redeveloped over the years and, you know, we consigned I think we had about 65, 70 cars there. We had a BMW collection of kind of uh, uh, modern era stuff that was consigned out of China, and the stuff went crazy. So oh, wow. uh, it was a you know super successful sale for us. Um, you know, despite what some people say of of you know Germans not necessarily liking auctions, they seem to have loved our auction is it was it was great you know there was lots of bidding in the room on the phone it was a, a super successful sale for us excellent excellent well let me ask you this you brought up china and we know that's a growing market we know india is a growing market we know japan you know they're supercar guys over there anything scheduled on uh, you know i don't want to say the southern hemisphere necessarily mm-hmm. but i mean you know in the uh, far east uh quadrant so to speak mm-hmm. Possible? Definitely an area we're looking at. Yeah, at some point for sure in our future, it'll be there. And we're definitely looking at different areas. There's, you know, lots of complications that we need to look at, you know, with doing an auction in those areas from tax perspectives of different cars and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, it's definitely something that if there's going to be a classic car auction happening there, it, it will be us doing it. Okay, well, that's that's good to know. That's good to know. Keep me in the loop here. All right, so now i got to ask you the next question. Of, of all these amazing locations around the world that you've been, is there any place in particular where some of the most unique, amazing cars just happen to pop up, or is it hard to say? It's just, it's just random. It's, it's honestly hard to say. I mean, there's lots of amazing collections in every corner of the world and you know i've seen lots of them and it's just timing of when they come up you know for sale but you know there's lots of great stuff locally around us let alone in in you know every other area of the world so there's lots of people who love collecting cars would it be fair I've found okay would it be fair to say that let's say for example i'm a european i'm italian or i might be german or i might be somewhere some european and do the europeans generally covet their cars more than we do here in the united states and do do they are they okay with americans buying cars and putting them in collections over here and vice versa um you know you get the odd person that maybe likes to see their car sold in 
perhaps the country they're from, but honestly, like the passions everywhere around the world, and you know, everybody shares the same interest in cars, and it's amazing the types of collections that I've been able to see, you know, around the world, whether it's somebody in Europe collecting American classics to everything else. Like, it's, it's, it's endless, you know, and, and surprising when you walk into different people's places as to, you know, what they collect. But there's, there's lots of people that love collecting cars. Okay. Uh, how often does it happen you walk into somebody's absolutely amazing, incredible auction, and there's some, or collection, I should say, and there's always that obscure car in the corner that nobody really wants to buy, but nobody really wants to sell because it's just like it's there. Do you run across that very often? Mm. There's, you know, out of my 25-ish years that I've been, you know, in this industry, there's still cars that I run into that I haven't seen before or I've never heard of that type of car that's been built. So, um, you know, it's 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 a fascinating business that evolves, you know, the more and more you're into it. Okay. So then my next question would be, what does it take to be a specialist for RM? Uh, qualifications and just give us just like a generalization. Um, you know, a knowledge of cars Right, and and I'm not saying you can't continue to learn that working for us, but somebody that has a little bit of a background in it, growing up in it, maybe working at some other dealership before they come and apply for us, and you know having the ability to be honest for one to a client as to you know knowing that this is a quality of type of car that they should be bidding on or interested in, and you know it takes patience, it takes it's a three to five years when you kind of get into this business that you start, you know, developing a clientele and it, it, it takes time. So you need patience is probably the, the biggest thing. Okay. Um, RM has probably, I think, one of the most, um, one of the finest restoration shops. So can you give us a little hint? we got a minute or two left. Can you give us a little hint of something, a, a really rare, special car that you guys are working on right now up there that may see the light of day at Pebble, perhaps? So, you know, we just won Best of Show at Pebble Beach last year with a one-off uh, Fagoni body Duesenberg that, you know, we found for the client. We sold to the client we restored we managed the whole thing to get it to the point of winning best to show um we have a very significant 540k special roadster that will be on the field this year we have a super significant uh delahaye next year and we have a super significant uh hispano suiza the year after so for the next three years you're going to see rm at pebble beach contending for best to show with super important very rare cars but our shop's very busy we got lots of activity happening but we're selling we're restoring some of the greatest cars in the world oh wow how many people are staffed at the restoration facility uh i think we're about like 35 or 36 people okay um and we do everything from Complete restoration is the only thing that, you know, is done elsewhere is the chroming. So the upholstery, the mechanical, the body, the engines. We have our own machine shop that, you know, uh, looks after all the mechanical elements of the cars. So it's very rare to find a shop that can do everything. There's lots of people that have, you know, various things subbed out to different contractors. For, for us, everything's done in-house. Um so it's a, a pretty rare thing. How many cars do you guys work on at a time? Um, full restorations, we're probably doing two to three a year of, like, frame off, body off, full restorations. But there's constantly work flowing through our shop. If it's mechanical, if it's engine shop stuff, if it's 
upholstery, you know, little things here and there, but, but there's a constant flow of cars from week to week running through our shop, depending on when you come through. Wow. Sounds like you got a great place to, uh, I'll just say hang out and work. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm envious there, Gord. So, all right, one more time for our listeners. Go ahead and tell everybody how they can find out more about uh, the RM auction in, uh, at Amelia Island this year. And uh... Yeah, if you just go to rmsotheby's.com, our sale is this Saturday. We're open for viewing on Thursday and Friday. We have uh, 88 cars and a handful of memorabilia items we're selling before the auction, but you know, it's going to be our last sale of the year, or sorry, last sale in Amelia Island. And, you know, we've our team's put together a great, you know, assortment of cars. Okay. And a little farewell party, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, Gordon, my friend, I want to thank you very much for hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Radio Cars. I will see you this weekend and uh, wish you guys all the best of luck. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Bye. All right, I want to thank my friend, my friend, Cord. He's a lucky guy. I mean, that's, uh, you know, Bobby, that's, if I had the ability, you know, and the and the tenacity and the, I'd love to work for a company like that. If I was, I don't know if I'm good, I'm not, I don't know if I, that's why I asked, what does it take to be a specialist for RM? Those guys are very, very mm-hmm. smart. Of course, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, if you look at the, the cars that they do, a lot of it's just, you know, Delahaye's, uh, Isota Fushidi's, um, Voizon's, um, uh, just cars, probably names I can't even pronounce. You know, never mind the Ferraris and the Maseratis and and all the other really cool stuff. I mean, Duesenberg's obviously. You know, those are just amazing cars. There's a lot to learn. I mean, I know a substantial amount about you know 50s, 60s cars, American muscle cars, and and I consider myself you know I can hold my own pretty much. But when you start getting in this realm, the detail in those cars. I mean, you, I stick my neck out on a Mustang or a Camaro or something like that, or a Shelby or a Boss or anything, and 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 run the risk of trying to authenticate it. I don't like to, but let's just say I could. And uh, but when you start getting into Duesenberg's, I mean, I looked at a guy had a had a just a seven uh, a beautiful '68 Jaguar E-Type the other day, and there's subtle differences between. And it was a Series One and a Half. They say they don't exist, but they are. It was kind of an interim car, so it had the, the Series Two headlights and the Series One tail end. And um, but you got to know the nuances. You have to know all this stuff. You know, when you're there selling a car and you're representing, you know, the seller, okay, and trying to make sure that the buyer understands and knows what's going on. You really you, there's a lot of homework there. There's a lot of stuff involved. But right, why don't you go ahead and are we going to do a commercial real quick, and then we're going to come right back with our next guest? Is that what we're going to do? Uh, we can do that. Uh, we put a little. We want to put, put got a song in mind. Well, since we just I mean, went to the we Randy Bachman, some... did we do Randy Bachman last year? Last uh, week we did. We did some guests. Oh, last wait a minute. Week. We, we need to do guess. some step. Well, no, we'll do that. We'll save yeah. that for. But no, how about some Tommy James? Because Tommy, I James, thought about that. We could do that, or uh, or do we want to save that? Well, we could. We'll save that. Okay. Or I mean, I have get the guess who. The guess Ready who? to go. All right, let's do the guess who. Okay, guess who? Know. Guess who? Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio Cars. Guess who? Our next guest, our next uh, 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 music should be for. Oh, no sugar tonight. No sugar mm-hmm. tonight. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back right after this song and a message from me, the only sponsor. <laughs> inside find a corner where I can hide silent footsteps crowding me sudden darkness but I can see no sugar tonight in my coffee no sugar tonight in my tea no sugar to stand beside me no sugar to run with me
here from BRE Racing and Aerovault Trailers. Listen to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the best automobile show in the Southeast. Hey, we're back, and you're tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it's time to introduce our second special guest for the evening. This gentleman uh, is kind of like, um, I'll say, the founder, but now the guy that is in charge of this uh, really special event that takes place at Mar Largo each year, and it's called the Palm Event. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Scott Schrader. Scott, how are you? Good. How are you? So, tell us about this very, very special, exclusive event that takes place uh, in uh, West Palm Beach at Mar Largo. Because uh, I've read about it, I've heard about it. I've seen uh, videos on it. I've seen the Facebook pages. Our friend Alex is just, you know, he's he's your guy down there. So uh, fill us in. Sure, sure. It's actually in Palm Beach um, at Mar-a-Lago. Okay. Uh, and we've been doing the show for about nine years. Uh, you know, originally, I've been a car guy all my life. <laughs> so I've been to hundreds and hundreds of different you know, different car shows. So essentially the event came together from uh, what I wanted in a car show. And then uh, also my fiance kind of put the, put the women's touch on it. Ah, so. that means fashion. <laughs> that means fashion, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of our secret sauce is I kind of made a show that I wanted to go to, you know, I like, you know, I like things that look good. So it certainly had to be on green. We have a nice, you know, there's a nice pool there. We have some red carpets, some art. Um, I also like things that are fun. So we, you know, we put some live entertainment. We had mermaids in the pool one year. We had a contortionist in a bubble. Uh, we we just want to have a lot of different things to do. We don't want to have a situation where people are bored at a car show. And lastly, we wanted a VIP experience. We wanted the top of the, you know, the best of the best when it comes to the cars food, wine, and everything. So it's it's like a great day on Palm Beach with a bunch of wonderful cars in the background. Well, now let me ask you a question now. Does it, so um, you, I, I'm, I'm thinking the quail, okay, that's what comes to mind um, out in California. So is this like a small version of the quail, so to speak? Well, you know, I'm always, I always hesitate to, to compare ourselves to the quail because that was something we used to, um, you know, I guess it was loosely inspired okay. by the quail. It's something that we used to, uh, you know, kind of look up to, and, and that was something that it was an event that I always enjoyed. Um, and since then, we've really taken a different direction. So while that was our original inspiration, that was what we aspired to kind of be, we took it a little different direction where we are focusing now as much on the experience as, you know, as everything else. So there are some, there are a lot of similarities between, between the quail, um, but there are also a lot of differences. I mean, we have a red carpet fashion show around the pool. Um, so, you know, we have live music, we have, you know, it's a much smaller, you know, much smaller venue too. Okay. Well, the reason I brought that up is because I know you mentioned earlier that you're kind of into Ferraris, and I know back in the 90s, back then, when we used to go to the Quail, it was pretty much an Italian car show, you know, and uh, and then when Gordon got involved in it, it became what it is today, and and there's, and there's nothing wrong with saying we aspire to be that, because a lot of these shows around the country, and around the world for that matter, and I'll use... Pebble Beach is an example. Everybody aspires to be Pebble Beach. The only guy on the planet that has ever made it close, and in some cases surpassed them with the level of the cars, is Bill Warner with Amelia Island. And, oh, yeah, I love Amelia too, and, and I agree with that statement. I mean, the atmosphere in Pebble Beach is Pebble Beach. Uh, I've always liked the cars at at Amelia. Yeah, and I mean, Bill was a racer, a photographer, you know, and he was an all-around car guy. I, I don't think anybody, um, and Bill's a good friend of mine, and he's probably listening, um, I don't think anybody could have assembled the caliber cars, but more importantly, the people, you know, the racers, the teams, I mean, that he uh, assembled over the years. I mean, I met some of the most amazing legends 
uh, and many of them have been on the show over the years. And uh, so, yeah. So when you say aspire, you know, I fully, I get that. And, you know, and then like you said, you took your event, the Palm event, and you've fine-tuned it and you've tweaked it so it works for you guys. Yeah. When you were, abs- I mean, that was such a good comparison because that was our original inspiration because that is a different type of car show. And, you know, we we got to a certain level and we decided to, we want to be unique. So we wanted to do something different than than, than other people are doing. And I think we finally arrived there. So, yes, we are. I'm not saying I wasn't saying that in a negative way. Because yes, absolutely, we were inspired by by the Quail, um, and I still love that show. I actually put a car in there last year. Oh, really? Uh, but you know, I, I don't want to give the impression too that we're almost a copy of the Quail because we definitely we got close to it and we took a direction off. And you know, we're much more niche as well than they are. Well, the uh, motor car cavalcade, which they, which was um, last month, you know, they kind of are trying to do their version of the quail as well, and uh, they are, <laughs> and uh, very much so. In fact, what I thought was interesting is when they first did a lot of their advertising, there was shots of the quail, and I thought, well, that's interesting. <laughs> so, uh, I, in fact, I had a little conversation with Gordon. I said, hey, Gordon, uh, just out of curiosity, but neither here nor there. It's all friendly, because the, the bottom line is we're all in this hobby together, and that's really what it is. We're, you know, so if everybody puts their own little spin on it, that's fine, because as long as everybody has a good time, and what you said and what you're focusing on is the experience, and that's priceless. Mar-a-Lago and everything that you've got going on with the cars, the fashion, all that stuff, that is a priceless experience. You just, you want, you're not going to get that anywhere. It is. It's it's certainly different than, than any other car show that we go to, and we go to a lot of them. <laughs> Now, let me ask you this. Because the Mar-a-Lago is on the waterfront there, have you ever considered, or does it make any sense, to kind of enhance it, if you will, with uh, some really nice offshore boats or yachts? We really can't. Uh, We do have a wonderful sponsor with uh, Marine Max Yachts and and Azimuth, Mm -hmm. Uh, but... Unfortunately, the first of all, it, we're on the back of the house by the pool. Right. Even the front of the house, it's not necessarily waterfront. I mean, it's waterfront. But there's a road in front. Right. And then there's a beach club on the other side of the road. So you wouldn't really be able to see any of the boats. And on the other side of the house where our show is, it does go back to the water. But believe it or not, they use the part closest to the water for for parking oh that's right Um, that's right that's right yes combine that with the fact that that water is super shallow right there it's 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 a long way away from the main channel and the fact that you have secret service and you know potential threats by by boats coming up that way it just isn't something that would work now that brings up an interesting question so how does one become a participant, okay, um, a car person as well, and then a uh, participant from the standpoint that I'm there as a guest, and do I have to go through security? How does that all work? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we, you know, we take applications to be on the field. Uh, you can, you know, you submit your car, and if it's accepted, then you do get an invite out to the show. Um, as far as spectators, we do limit ticket sales to 800 people. Um, we start with the list of people who have attended in the past. That usually sells out 50 to 75% of the tickets. Sponsors invite some guests. Uh, the local car clubs invite the guests. And that is pretty much it. You can put an inquiry in. A lot of people will start off by going to our Friday night party, which you do, you know, which this year you do not need an invitation for. It's at Rybovich Super Yacht Marina, so there is some, there is that, that's a good place to experience some of the yachts. Mm-hmm. But some people start off there, and then from that point they get invited to to the main show. But we've really become more and more in demand over the past few years, and uh, I've gotten to the point where we typically have a wait list. Okay. But it isn't something that we can offer to the general public or, you know, put an ad on 
TV, hey, come to the president's house and visit our car show. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I get that. I, <laughs> <laughs> are you going to limit it? To, are you going to keep it right around 800 or would it go to 900 or 1,000 possibly? Or um, We've bounced that back and forth. Mm-hmm. It is it is possible. Our first year, we actually extended halfway down to the water that I was talking about. Um, that was, you know, was a bit much bigger field than we have today. We ended up going for a couple of reasons. Number one, the venue itself, and with the added security um, and all of that kind of stuff, we did have to limit it. And especially during COVID, we were limited to 500 people. But we've, we're debating whether we want to make it bigger, which would entail busing people in, because if you take the parking away and there's nowhere for anybody to park, you're not going to have any guests anyways. Mm, um, I understand. So it is, we're trying to keep it somewhat exclusive. Uh, we're on Palm Beach. We're at a private club. So we have to be be cognizant of that. Um, we have several very expensive cars, and we don't have you know, ropes around them or anything. So we need to make sure that we have people that are that are courteous, that are or that, that have the knowledge to you know not jump into somebody's car or lean against somebody's car or something like that. Right. So we're trying to balance that uh, exclusive control and at the same time having being able to have a large number of people experience it, and that's that's been a challenge so far. Okay, okay. Um, give us a rundown of a few cars. we got about uh, five or six minutes left. Tell us about some of the really amazing cars that are going to be there. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> All right, well, tell us it's about two or three of the cars. Two, down to a few. Yeah. We yeah, we have, um, you know, we have a couple modern hypercars. You know, we have some Pagani's, some Bugatti's. Uh, we have a new Countach that's coming. Oh, uh, we have a lot of our bread and butter is the vintage sports cars. So mm-hmm. we have a couple of old Ferraris. Uh, we have a lot of old Lamborghinis. Uh, we have a Mira. We have you know, just a rundown of everything. Uh, I believe we're going to have a Bugatti EB220. We just had one apply today. Uh, we have, which is actually, you know, we're getting to the last minute of getting cars in. They're technically due tomorrow. Uh Um, we have some great cars you know like a Porsche you know Porsche 911 RS uh, like the you know the 70s Mm -hmm. Carrera RS right Uh, we have a couple old cars you know Rolls Royce Silver Dawn Uh, we have a Delahaye coming so we have a really really broad mixture of cars Uh, we have a concept uh, a Tal design Aztec which is just a crazy-looking car from the 80s. Uh, it was a concept car. I think they P- made... Pontiac Aztec, concepts. a concept car? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the Italian design Aztec. Oh, okay, okay, like, okay, okay. It, it opens up like a clamp, like almost like a Foreman grill, where there's like a little bubble, think Jetson-style bubble. Yeah. And they uh, kind of open the passenger, and the other one kind of open up to the middle, and there's... All of these computer buttons on the side. It's it's a very interesting car. Huh. So that's and that's what I was. That's really what we look for: unique, one-off, interesting cars. Uh, we look for race cars. We look for modern hyper cars, vintage sport cars, sports cars, and Pebble Beach type cars. And those are those really cover the the five areas that you generally generally find at our show. You know, when they had the Arizona Concourse, and I was talking to the guys back in the day, um, one of the things that they commented on was, Robert, we have enough cars in the Scottsdale area that we could keep, we could basically stock this event for the next five years. So my question to you would be, well, you know, I mean, that's how many collectors and really unusual cars were there, that they could bring five years' worth of cars, you know, 90 to 100 cars each year, each event, that are different. You won't see them again. So for your, from, your, for your, from your perspective, to pool cars for your event, you really don't have to really go outside of, let's just say, the Gold Coast area. Is that, would that be a fair statement? Absolutely. Well, I mean, South Florida in general has, South Florida and Southern California, you know, pretty much make up a 25% of the overall market in the country. At okay. least there's so many crazy collections you see. 
so many crazy cars you see. I mean, I could have one collector probably fill a show one year. Oh, uh, there's. <laughs> I mean, I've. I can't. T- I would have never dreamt this. So when I was a kid, I would be thumbing through the Dupont registry at, uh, you know, at my girlfriend's house at the time. Well, with with another friend of mine, while the girls were sitting there bored out of their minds, and we were sitting there looking at cars and, uh-huh. and dreaming about being in South Florida because that's where all the dealerships were. And now, you know, now I have friends, and I walk into their collections and just see car after car after car that that I could have only dreamed of as a kid. Wow. That's that. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's become reality for you. That's amazing. That's good. And you work for it. It has. And yeah. I, I was definitely a dreamer because I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, just outside of Pittsburgh, and we had nothing there but Pontiacs. So, <laughs> <laughs> real funny story. I, I when, when I was young, I, I put together some money and and bought a Porsche 944, which sounds like an achievement, but it was a ten thousand dollar car at the time. And uh, my friend's father worked for Fisher Body, which was part of GM, and would not allow foreign cars parked in his driveway. So anytime I went to visit my friend, I had to park the car across the street. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, Scott, we are up against the clock. So one more time, uh, if people at least want to see the social media side of the Palm event, how do they go about doing that? Sure, just go to thepalmevent.com. And all of our social media is, you know, Instagram, the Palm event, Facebook, the Palm event. Those are probably our two big social media sites. Super. We have Twitter and LinkedIn and stuff, but the, we're not super active on those. Okay. Well, maybe with a little luck, uh, the president will walk out and shake hands with a few people, and you can break bread with him. <laughs> well, there's a great video on our YouTube site. Uh, he had put several cars in the event, and, and he got an award last year. So. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, Scott, I want to thank you very much. Uh, hopefully, I can uh, I can attend and then meet you guys and hang out down there and just uh, you know partake in it because it sounds sure. like a pretty spectacular event. We'd love to see you, and we have the best MC and, and your friend Alex Perry. Uh, my friend Alex, that's exactly your friend right. and mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a All right, well, Scott, thank you very much. I want to thank my special guest this evening, Scott Schrader, with the uh, Palm event in uh, Palm Beach. I might add at Mar Largo. Thank you very much, and I wish you guys all the best of luck. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, guys, don't forget, we got a lot of car stuff going on this weekend. And, uh, you know, if you want to know where it is, don't forget to check us out here every Tuesday between 7 and 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network. In the meantime, in the meantime, I'll be working at the Works Reunion. I'll be at the St. Pete Grand Prix. And, uh, hey, you might even see I got something very special planned for tomorrow. But in the meantime, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. Country in your eyes. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.